Welcome to episode 37 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Coming to you from the mountains of Keldegrim. Okay. What? Keldegrim? Yeah. That's where Alan's team's from. Right. So we are doing a podcast while a Blood Bowl game is being played. Yep. In the big studio. <laughs> <laughs> the studio slash um, table. Kitchen table. Kitchen table, yeah. So, like, right next to us is uh, the triple nipple himself, Alan. And then we have, um, what was it, uh, 20? White Lightning. What, we're going to call him White Lightning. The the human vampire. <laughs> Brock of Chocolate. Brock Huffman. Winner of the uh, Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. Two seasons ago. For two seasons ago, right? You want to say who we are? Uh, no. Okay. I'll let you say who we are. Um, I'm Scott Prime. And I'm Kilowoggy. That's not... God, we can screw somebody up with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be Scott Prime. And I'm Steve. Or Kilowoggy. Kilowoggy. He just... He's just plain Steve. Yeah. No, so, I'm Steve with nuts. D's nuts. Steve D's nuts. That's really funny. Not really. No. Whatever. Nobody cares. Well, it's almost Thanksgiving. Yep. What do you have to be thankful for, Steve? Or do you even believe in Thanksgiving as a holiday, or do you just like having the day off? Oh, I love having the day off. But you don't really give a shit about it as a holiday, really. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. My mom's dead, so. Oh, that, just, that like killed a, it for you? Yeah, we don't do like a big family gathering or anything. Well, you want to come out with my family and do something? Eat no. Eat some free food? No, I'm good. Are you going to go to the casino? No. Sis so, and I are going to go out to dinner. Ooh, date with your sister. And probably my brother. Ooh, a little three-way action for dinner. That's disgusting. For dinner? Yeah. I didn't mean anything else by that. Look at Brocco there chuckling to himself. He's just laughing. He's like, people listen to this? <laughs> no, he's probably <laughs> thinking. He's like, Scott hasn't changed at all. And then we can go, well, at least we still have a podcast. What's that? And then we can give him a hard time by going, at least we still have a podcast. Yeah, Brock used to be a part of the uh, Couch Pirates family of podcasts. He used to be part of, what was it called? Last Couch Fighter. The Last Couch Fighter, where he reviewed video games and talked about video game news. And It's actually pretty good. But then it's not too bad if you go if you go back and go over to the couchpirates.com or on iTunes you can find those old episodes of the last couch fighter fighters. fighters I'm sorry and of course Alan he doesn't do any podcasts he just he doesn't even listen to ours no not, not only does he not come to tournaments for, that we put on that's true he doesn't even uh, listen to our, our podcast anymore he's he's a great friend mm-hmm <laughs> so what else has been going on with you blood bowl wise steve i don't know i mean, oh, i won a game and i lost a game <laughs> i've had shitty luck this whole season but my we're only chaos, three we're only three weeks into the season and the preseason okay all right so the, yeah i've not had good luck with either team i'm playing okay so but my valmerian vespula did get a really good win over halflings that's your Chaos Dwarf team. Mm-hmm. Which, if I didn't beat the Halflings, it would be pretty sad. But I did, so. What was the score? Like, just one nothing or something? Nah, it was four to one. Ooh. I dominated. Look at you. Yeah. How did your Norse 
so X-Men I, do. Yeah, I, I dominated with the Chaos Dwarves. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How did the Jacksonville X-Men do? Apparently, I have the Norse people who are afraid of the ball. Because... Uh, <laughs> you have a four-edge guy. Uh-huh. And he tries to throw the ball, and... Ooh, dice roll. Bow, pow. That's his choice. That's true. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I pick up the ball, no problem. I throw the ball, and Axton Jackson decides, I don't want to get rid of the ball, so he rolls a one. And then I re-roll it, and he goes, okay, fine. And he gets rid of it, and it's always accurate. All I need to do is catch it with the three or whatever, and my guy's just dropped it at least four times. You know what your problem is? I'm throwing, yes. You can't throw the ball. I have full agility. All I need to do is catch it. I should not have this problem. It doesn't matter, man. I realize that. Every time you throw the ball, you're just asking for something. Yeah, apparently. And it did. (laughs) It was pretty bad. How's the armor holding up? Better last game. Not as great. Okay. This is definitely not the Campbell Claymores. Um, They are falling down and breaking a lot. So I'm not used to that. So my Chaos Pack team mm-hmm. is still rolling. Uh, we beat the Undead team. Uh, the uh, Demon Briar departed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I won that game either 2 nothing or 3 nothing. I can't remember. But my Minotaur got some more casualties. Yeah, I saw he's up to 7 after 2 weeks. Uh, he's up to 9 now after 3 weeks. And the record is 12 in an 8-week season. To be honest, I don't think he's still. I think no, he you has have a, much rougher opponents. Going right, away. right. I mean, you took down halflings and goblins. Halflings and goblins for the first two games. So there's where a lot of casualties go. It's amazing how the commissioner happens to have halflings and goblins as his first two games. Hey, it is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, it it's is. amazing that those two teams are actually in the same division. So everybody else will have halflings and goblins on their schedule as well. Not to start off with. Eh, you should be the commissioner. I I think we tried that. (laughs) You wouldn't let us. No, because I don't trust you guys with my league. (laughs) I understand. This is my sandbox. Only I shall play. My Morgantown Maulers got destroyed against a Kimry team. Um, I was playing Kimry. I was getting some inducements. I think I was getting a little bit of inducements. I can't remember exactly. Or maybe it was very close. But I thought, here's, you know, I'm going to have more strength. Overall than mm-hmm. him, I, I know he still has the Tomb Guardians, that, which can match up well. They, I boneheaded so much in this game yeah. compared to like the last three games combined. Oh, yeah. So it was an awful game. I was uh, really mad. I threw a big fit. Uh, I whined. I did everything you know <laughs> that people normally do when they take that first loss of the season. Yeah. And yes, I know ogres. I should be expecting to lose games, but. Yeah, you never know. I understand. It's a tough team. And, until you take that first loss, you're still undefeated. So. You, it's not like you're just a regular ogre team. You've got you're an ogre team with a three agility ogre. Yeah, so. he he never picked up the ball that game. That's crazy. That's pretty freaking awful. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's I guess some league talk. We're actually watching a league game right now, but between the as you said, the Keldergrim Reapers, mm-hmm. which is a dwarf team, versus the. Uh, Tree Huggers, the Athelorn Tree Huggers, which is a Wood Elf team. The most hated and defiled. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a later segment here. But 
Brock's team, which is the uh, Wood Elves. Man, he's... <laughs> Brock has some amazing war dancers. And we'll talk, like I said, we'll, we'll cover all that in a segment tonight. Really? On the podcast. Yes. What segments do we have, then? Well, glad you asked, Steve. Uh, we got a What Would You Do segment, which we're actually going to have a segment revolving around the game that's being played in front of us. Um, so we're going to talk about that first. Okay. Then we're going to cover Nuffleween 2014 or Nuffleween 3, or if you're in the fluff of it all, it's Nuffleween 2514. Right? Or if you like the word, the uh, subtitle, Nuffleween 3, Lord of the Game. Lord of the Game. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about all that <laughs> awfulness. Boy. And then finally, we're going to talk about Turkey Star Players. It is Thanksgiving. You can't have Thanksgiving without turkey. So oh. Sure. See, I don't know how... And for anybody who doesn't understand what Thanksgiving is, since you know we have people from other countries, it's a time when Americans get together and are thankful that we're fat, disgusting Americans and eat a lot of food. Right. And then if you're like my father, you get re- geared up to go uh, shop on that next Friday, mm-hmm. but... Heck, my now, dad, my dad it might start now at like 4 o'clock on Thanksgiving, and my dad might be there fighting people at Walmart. Now, did your family do like ours did where you na- had napkins that were shaped in the shape of Africa? So, like, you'd eat a ton of food, and then you just wipe your disgusting mouth with the extra food with Africa? Are you being serious? Oh, no. Oh, not okay. at all. No. So you're attacking Africa? Yes. I'm attacking Africa for being so thin and un- uneating. They're going to send the Ebola over here and attack you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so if you're a Both Down fan in Africa, do not send the Ebola because my children also live here. A, I don't know how they could do that. B, I don't think we have anybody in Africa. They could spit in a cup and mail it over here with a sign that said, drink this. You would drink it. No, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. You listen to all arbitrary signs. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I saw a sign once that said I had to. <laughs> all right so that's what we have as for segments okay and um do you have anything else you want to talk about before we start those segments nah i got nothing do you fellas have anything you want to say no no alan says no because he's too involved in my game i'm too busy playing my game his ball carrier got knocked down yes, his yeah. ball carrier that had a magic cod piece and a force shield and a force shield, and a force shield. wow Way to go after those magic items. All right. We'll get back to what would you do after this? Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. All right, we're back with What Would You Do? Or as we should have called it, You Make the Call. I love that segment. That was an awesome segment. Did you? What did <laughs> I, <laughs> Scott has no desire to say any of this again because <laughs> we tried recording this and I ran out of hard drive space. So we're not going to go on the whole tangent of You Make the Call. It's hard to like reenact something. Night? Was that only Monday night? But that I flowed really so well before. Oh, yeah. And then they missed probably the best podcasting 
we've ever done. <laughs> I mean, the other guys here, they were in tears, just laughing. At right. At one point, I think they both had erections. Right. I don't even know how that works. I know one of them at least shat themselves. Yeah. It does explain the smell. But I, I live with you, so I'm kind of used to it. I had to explain the term shart to my daughter. I know this is kind of off tangent since we've kind wow. of done this segment, but we're redoing oh, this. This might be segment. better. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Which one? This is my oldest daughter. How old? She's seven. So the term shard is used in our house, but like I thought she kind of knew where it originated from because mm-hmm. like the origin of it. And we were talking. The Discovery the, Channel, right? Shard, no, we were. Shard week. This is the little girl in pre-K. <laughs> this is the little girl in pre-K that had a, said a few cuss words. <laughs> yeah. And so we've we've already went there before, you know. Um, <laughs> so she's talking about, you know, like sharding and stuff, and we're laughing about it. And then I was like, Wakelin, you do you know where that word comes from, though? And she's like, well, that's when you, you, you try to fart and you poop your pants. And I was like, I know, but... <laughs> Do you know where that word came from? And she's like, uh, no, I just thought it was a word. And I was like, well, it's kind of like a combination of fart and the other word that people could say and the word you used in pre-K. And she still, she was clueless, you know, because she hasn't, she doesn't mm-hmm. use those words. And I was like, it starts with a shh. And then I spelled it for her. And of course, she spells now. And then she goes, Oh, I didn't know that's where that came from. And I was like, so while it's okay to describe whatever happens with your body mm-hmm. to me by saying the word shart, yeah. I was like, you might not use that at <laughs> school because while it's accurate, it also kind of conveys maybe a negative word. <laughs> What's that? Because that's something that happens at school on a daily basis, right? Well, I thanks Scott. I mean, kids shart themselves, yeah. so yeah. I I don't know. I'm just saying you might just be careful. Is what I'm getting at. You know, just I wouldn't openly say you know this or that. But today we follow young Johnny on his adventure through school. <laughs> this week on Discovery Channel's Shart Week. <laughs> so there I was on the playground. <laughs> and I was just running around, <laughs> and then I was like. <laughs> It, and I started running the other direction and I felt it like hit my belly and then it was down my leg. Shot week. <laughs> that might have made up for this what we lost. Okay, good. In that other segment. So let's talk about again what's going on. What would you do? Right. Because we've got the Athaloran tree huggers, wood elves, versus the Keldergrim Reapers, dwarves. So let me Let's do a little team review real quick. Okay. Alan's team is pretty much easy. Alan, boring. Alan's team is a really beaten up dwarf team. All blockers, one runner, a couple journeymen. He's trying a little different technique. And it's not bad. I like it. Well, he has a troll slayer out and another runner out and a good blocker out. So, And out of those blockers, he has one with a strength plus one, one with break tackle, one with guard. Mm-hmm. And then his runner has uh, accurate and kick. Okay, and uh, Brock. So he's team, pretty low team value, right? Very low team value. So let me find um, Brock's Athalorn Tree Huggers. 
Brock seems pretty plain Jane, too. There's no catchers on this Wood Elf team, but which yet. a lot of people would say is kind of a mistake because catchers are really fast <laughs> sure. and all this yeah. stuff. He has a tree man with a break tackle and juggernaut. He has uh, eight linemen, one with Dauntless, one with Block, one with Jump Up. He has a thrower with Jump Up and Pass, which they come with Pass. Right. And then Brock has his War Dancers. Uh, his team's led by Corey Ivey, <clears throat> who has Block Dodge Leap, which is standard with War Dancers. But he has an Edge plus one, AG plus one, and Sprint. Eh, you know. This is the nicer of the two war dancers. Sure. Then we have Bad Mama Jama. Kenneth Loggins, war dancer. Block, dodge, leap, strength plus one, jump up, sidestep, wrestle, AG plus one. And because he won it league MVP uh, two years ago. Two years ago. But he hasn't played in the league since. Right. He has fan favorite. Right. Block, dodge, leap, strength plus one, jump up, sidestep, wrestle, AG plus one, fan favorite. You could almost say that he's taking us into the danger zone. The danger zone. This player has only two completions, 29 touchdowns, three casualties, 95 star player points, and is 270 gold pieces. Mm -hmm. This guy is the only player on his team that matters. Right. He grabs the ball. He loosens up his feet. And runs. This team has won the Dragonfire Blood Bowl League um, a couple seasons back. Hold on, I need to I need to Google more Kenny Loggins songs. Dude, there's not that many. There's a lot. There's Footloose. I already said it. Oh, what's that? I'm all right. The I'm oh yeah, he is all right. right. Yeah. Oh damn it, Alan. Ruins all Thanks, the good songs. Alan. So he did what with Winnie the Pooh? He did Winnie the Pooh song. Okay, this is not a Kenneth Loggins, Kenny Loggins <laughs> segment. We're talking about what would you do? Okay. So the situation is, it's a home game for the Reapers. The Tree Huggers are coming into town. They have four re-rolls. They have 12 fan factor. They have an apothecary. The poor Grim Reapers, man, they're sitting at three re-rolls, eight fan factor, apothecary as well. Mm-hmm. They're getting 440000 mm-hmm. Gold pieces for inducements. Right. I would like to know. In and we do have to let people know that we do inducements a little bit different since we have random skills. So really the inducements is like 500 or 490. 490. Minus 10%, which brings it down to right 440. And if you're listening for the first time, we do random skills in our league. You know, you pick the category, you roll a D6. Right. And you pick the six skills you could want, you roll the D6, and that's what you mm-hmm. get. And then to counteract the little bit of randomness, we don't give as much inducements. We do this 10% rule where we take 10% off the top, and the fluff, it goes back to whoever. I mean, stadium guy, right. whatever. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it balances out the league. So mm-hmm. for you know the teams that get induced, they win or tie only a certain percentage of time. Uh, we've... Did not do this the first couple of seasons, but if you listen to other podcasts, yeah. I talk about how this now balances out the league. So, therefore, after the 10%, it's 440000 Right, and there's no way to work the magic numbers to get more. No, there's no so. way to do that. And before we say what Alan took, I'm going to ask you, what would you take in this scenario? Most important thing's a wizard. 
Okay. I, I'm probably going to agree with you on that because we are both of the mindset that if we do not kill these war dancers, honestly, especially the four-strength one, yeah. this, this team's going to win it all. Again. I would not care if I lost the game if I could kill him. I could lose 10 to nothing and be fine if I killed him. Oh, I totally so, agree. wizard. And then if I need more people, maybe a merc with... What do they get? Just general? Uh, yeah, they can get can general get dirty player strength. Or... Not dirty player, but I can get uh, sneaky get. No, I can get... I can get dirty player, you get dirty player. I can't get sneaky get. Right. So I'd probably get one with those. Okay. And then maybe some dirty... Uh, magic... Oh, yeah, not... Well, your your mer- mercenaries gonna cost you seventy thousand. That's it. Uh, oh, then plus fifty for the skill. Right. So one hundred twenty. So one hundred fifty. No, let's see. Seventy plus thirty. Then plus fifty. Is that how that works? It's thirty to the regular, then plus fifty for the skill. Okay. So yeah, it's one hundred fifty. Okay. So it's three hundred gone. So there's another player. So you have one hundred and forty left. I would probably get either two cards. Mm-hmm. Of dirty tricks, try to okay. get another wizard, or pit trap, or trampoline trap, or I might get. Um, is it Boomer Esiason that has the bombardier? Yes. And accurate. Yes. Yeah, I might get him. Okay. Because you just. Boom, 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 boom. You say that, but these L's, if you threw to the accurate to the square that the elf was in, yeah, they could catch that. That's the bad yeah. thing. Yeah, but once he's down, you can throw it on top of him. Oh, okay. Or you can just throw it to the area next to him. I got You're you. right. He might catch it. That would be bad. But if you throw it in front of him. Okay, so I'm I'm going to kind of agree with you. I would definitely go the wizard. I would definitely go. I would probably actually go with two extra players. I can see that. Two yeah. mercs. Uh, try to get one with that extra skill. Mm-hmm. And, and if. Let's see. So we're saying it's a 150. Okay, so I, I would not have enough to get more no. than just the two. And I'll just eat the rest of the money. Uh, <laughs> the rest on the Sears Merchandise gift card. Right. Yeah. Or the Cake of the Month Club. So we're kind of in agreement. Ceramic there. Dalmatian. So I guess what we're asking other people, what would you do in this situation? This really seems like we're just picking on Alan at this point. Well, we're not. I think we might be. I'm actually surprised you went the same direction that I would have gone. Okay. I'm surprised you would have taken the mercenaries. I don't normally like taking mercenaries because right. it, A, it can take, eat on my MVP, which I really don't want. And B, uh, I might not need them. I figure we. But I fear we'd be in agreement with the wizard for kicking them. This is one of the few times I do it. it it's very tempting to take Flint Turnblade, just to, if you could get an open yeah. hit on that on that war dancer. But if Brock plays smart, he's going to just knock your chainsaw guy down and yep. plus three to your armor. Yeah, that's that'll so, come up later, I'm sure. So Alan decided to go a different route, and it's not a bad idea because alan has uh done this prior he's a big fan of the halfling chef right so he took a halfling chef to try to eat away his re-rolls yeah because i mean he does have four so if you can get two or three yeah pretty good and then he took he made the mistake i think big time of taking magic cards yeah magic item cards are just horrible he took two magic cards but alan didn't know alan took it because he'd never played with them before. That's the only reason. Right. What you pointed out to him that he could have read about them before <laughs> yeah. he took them. Which, again, sounds like we're picking on Alan. But he doesn't care. He's playing his game. 
I know he's like really into it. I, I am really shocked that well, we kind of agreed on this segment. You didn't knock. He didn't knock you down, did he? So Fend is coming into play. No, no, no. That time he did. The ball came out of hands. It's not. It, oh, yeah. so it's wasted already. It wasted already. Wow, that sucks. All right, so Alan, you took magic items. What did you think about the magic items? I think the magic items suck. I don't know why there are cards in the in the deck for that. Dude, I'm not going to burn that. Alan's making sure that the wires and the stuff doesn't get into Scott's candle. Dude, for the fans out there, I have like near fetish for like a candles now. Yeah. Like the sm- smelly ones that smell like oranges and stuff. I become that weird guy. Scott's now taking the microphone off the stand. Right, so we can talk to Alan. So, Alan. Yes. Man on the street interview. What would you change about your inducements? <laughs> now Alan's putting the candle closer. <laughs> Uh, what would I change? Um, I probably wouldn't take the magical items. I mean, that's one thing. I might have put another player in instead of uh, instead of that. But I still I still think that the rerolls are something I could use throughout the game. Better I can't the wizard. fault Wizard's him for a one-time the... use. So that's the reason why I didn't go with the wizard. He's not wrong. If the wizard I doesn't work, it's horrible. If the wizard works, it's amazing. I don't disagree with the halfling chef. I mean, so far it's taken two rerolls, and he's Alan's still in control with the ball. And Brock's used both his rerolls. Brock has no. not used any rerolls. <laughs> Never mind. It, it, it is halfway through the half. It's zero zero. Alan's still kind of in control, but Alan, you had one of his war dancers on the ground, That's true. and you chose not to kick him. For the love of the league, man, you got to knock out these war dancers. Even Brock is sitting there smiling, and he knows that if those guys go down, he doesn't have a chance. That may be true, but uh, I'm not a kicker, especially not with only 11 people on my team. When he's got 12, I have 11, and that the guy that was down was not the bigger guy. He was the smaller guy, so I wasn't going to waste yeah, that one. Yeah, he's not the good one. He's just the really good one. Yeah. He's not great. Brock, what would you have taken if you were playing against your own team? I would have taken a wizard. <laughs> Just to and shoot. I would have zapped him immediately. And then try to kick him? Uh, it depends on... Again, if I was dwarfs, I'd probably uh. kick him. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken. And that's Brock, who doesn't even know how to do a kickoff. <laughs> yep, he's won our league. <laughs> it's so sad when you're playing him in a championship game, and he goes, I don't really know the rules of this game. <laughs> And then he wins. No, he does. He just doesn't play enough. That is very true. He just has one team in the league. we got to talk Brock into coming out to tournaments because he's actually, when he was playing tournaments, he was very successful with the Wood Elves. He's the only player who's gone with us to an out-of-state league or a tournament. I know. That's going to change soon. And he's actually better at painting than we are after only doing it for like a freaking week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Ugh. So annoying. Very much so. Yeah. It, it, it took a different game, though, to get him to start painting. Sad, really. Oh, no. Descent. <laughs> well, what's funny about Brock is is that he just paid a guy some decent chunk of change to paint an elf team for him. And then, like, two weeks after he got the team back... Brock got into painting and discovered that, hey, I can do this. And he does a pretty good job. You can do it better. Yeah. Would That's you have painted okay. your own team if now if you had done it? Or was it you, you don't care? I don't really care. I mean, I'm happy with the way my team came out. No, so. you're rich, so. I'm not rich. Uh-huh. Richer than you, maybe, right now. 
If you're richer than me, you're rich. I tend to agree. Yeah, see? Well, now you're richer than me, so. <laughs> Not rich either. Well. I don't think we have anything else to talk about on this game. This segment's kind of like, would have been great the first time around. Ooh. Uh-huh. He's got sidestep, and that's what he was thinking. He was safe. But I put two guys next to him. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna you don't know how sidestep do you? <laughs> so, uh, okay, wow. For the fans out there, Brock has a guy on the sideline. So let's just say the sideline is six, seven, eight on the scatter. Okay, so he's in the center position. He's got guys in the four and five position, but there's nobody in the one, two, or three position. So he's just gonna push him straight out and. Forgot about those two extra squares. And I think Alan said he made a mistake, and Brock's like, "Yeah, I made a mistake." And then Alan's like, "I haven't filled in the sides." And we're like, "Well, you might want to fill in those other two squares." And Steve pointed out, two coaches do not know how sidestep works, <laughs> unless someone has juggernaut, juggernaut, and so another one, uh, crab. Maybe it's just grab. Is it just grab? Maybe. Ah, that's right. Not only do they not really know all the rules, <laughs> neither do the podcast hosts. We know how sidestep works. Yeah. Not necessarily grab. Okay. Nice try, guys. It was. So, if you care, what would you do with 440k worth of money in inducements if you were the dwarf coach? Versus what else? Because somebody else out there plays leagues like all the time, mm-hmm. and maybe even a little bit more serious than us. They because know, like I know a good star player to take, right? And I know when I go for inducements, a lot of times I try to take a star player because to me it's fun. See, I, I, I don't like taking star players because I don't feel like it's on my team, and I don't want to lose the MVP. I, I totally understand that. So I'm curious to see what maybe other people out there have to say. Okay. So all right, we'll be back after this with. Nuffleween. Nuffleween. Okay, and we're back again after uh, a very momentous moment. Actually, should we just cut that in right here so people can hear? Sure, let's go back to the tapes right now. Oh my gosh, it surrounded the war dance. Now! Now we have... Negated sidestep. Uh oh. But he's broken into his cage to do this. Double skulls. <laughs> oh, knocked out of bounds. Now, what does the crowd have to say? Crowd, 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 crowd. Of course, crowd, the crowd, crowd is highly in the tree hugger's favor. No, actually, it's even, isn't it? It's even. Let's go. Come on. Ooh. Come on, kill this war dancer. We do have a casualty. Dude, I'm sorry, bro. It is a casual. Brock's mad. <laughs> yeah, he's so sorry. Woo! Yes! Come on! 64, 64, 64! That's good. What is it? 53. It's on the sheet. It's bad. It is. Uh, MA, MA minus one. Ah, oh, shit. That's. Of all the things. Yeah, Brock doesn't care about that. He's like, yeah. I don't care if he has. Apothecary. Come on. Kill death. Kill death. Kill death. Kill death. No, bring him back in. 55 Ooh. or 53? 
was 55. What's a 55? I want that. Might be armor. 55 is armor or MA minus one. That's a real choice. That's probably the best choice. Do you go armor? They don't go down often. No, I. I with but four strength, he doesn't. You're right. Just block and dodge, he doesn't. I know, but with four strength, it's harder to go down. I completely agree. Oh, my That's gosh. Game, right? yeah. Somebody maybe can get him next game. See, He's not going to be there next game. And yeah, now I'm very possibly no, somebody can lose, beat him next game. Oh, he could lose this game. No, he's still going to win this game. Brock, don't take offense. Part of it's because you're a good player with this team, too. Oh, absolutely. I'd be really mad at us for cheering, though. Oh, I would be, too. <laughs> we know Alan would be. But I shouldn't have left him on the side. I thought I was going to be completely safe. Yeah. I'm surprised he committed that many people, because I wouldn't have even done that. Well, that was kind of my idea well, going no in. I was like, maybe if I do this, he will commit people, and it'll mm-hmm. open up his cage, and I'll still be safe. Right. Because even if you... Have an apothecary, he, you know. The chances were great. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, it's pretty astronomical. So I was kind of wanting him to come back so he can get hurt again with no apothecary. That guy's. How often does that guy go down per game? Well, maybe once, once, yeah. Maybe. I know. The crowd ripped him apart. All right, let's get. Let's, let's, all right, so. We have that moment recorded for all time. Kenneth Loggins takes an injury. Minus one to the armor. A six armor. Badass. My play style, I probably would have taken movement, but I don't disagree with your decision to take minus one armor. Right. Just because, I don't know, whenever that guy goes down, I can't tell you the last time I've seen him down. All right. When you're ready. And we're back. Yes. Isn't that a proud moment? For the uh, Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. That guy's got a little nick in his cranny. You got a little too happy about that. Me? I apologize for anyone who had to listen to that. Me? Yeah. I never thought that guy would get hurt, to be honest. Yeah. That guy's still going to be a legend in our league. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, so he is down, not out completely, but that was quite momentous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just completely changed everything we thought. It would be better if it was a strength or move bu- or AG bus because oh, yeah. then you'd have to pay for all that money. And I think that player's good enough where you don't cut him still. I don't know. I know you wouldn't. No. You couldn't. Not with the four still this might still be better because yeah. any team getting a wizard, they just have to break it. They just have to roll a six. But. <laughs> but. Yeah, I know. So anyways, anyways this has nothing to do with Nuffleween. That's we, right, boy. God, I can't believe we didn't do a seg- whole show on that. Of the boy? Oh, no. I just. It's been a couple of weeks since we had Nuffleween. Seems longer, but. No, it's just been a couple of weeks. I know. It seems longer. Oh, well, let's talk about it. Okay. So it's our third Nuffleween. This year we based it on Phantasm. The Phantasm. The little <laughs> stupid uh, spheres that run around. Oh. I remember loving those movies as a kid. So we had to get together our first yeah, annual Nuffleween viewing, which we might do as a annual thing now, just to get together and watch whatever movie that we have it based on. Right. And uh, four of the folks from Kansas came down, joined us at our Brandon, Tiffany, program. Will, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good job. 
Hey. You didn't even write that down. I did not write that down. Um, So we watched Phantasm on Halloween night. It is horrible, folks. (laughs) It is pretty bad. Oh, wow. I I can't believe we, as children, we call these scary movies. Oh, wow. I want to defend it. There was no defending it. He he was the the best moment of the whole film. The guy gets scared by a black lady in his house. <laughs> Why is that the best moment? Because she's not mentioned anywhere else in the movie. Right, about halfway yeah. through the movie, the guys come home and they're scared. And so your roster's over there, Alan. So the, the guys are scared. They come home. They're going through their house. And, and the music builds up. Yeah, and also there's a black lady there going, Oh, boys, I didn't realize you were home. And they never say, like, Oh, it's it's Aunt Myrtle. It's Florence the cleaning lady. They don't say I had Betsy anything. from next door watch the house while we were gone. Not one word. No. They jumped. We laughed. And you never saw her again. And we all waited for, like, did she come back? Is there anything to? No? Nothing? No, they, nothing movie. Okay, thanks. Not, not at one point later did they like reference her even. Like, just go back to, you know, go get Sadie. Yeah, go back to Doris, our neighbor's house, and hang out with her. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, it was a terrible movie. It was a lot of fun though. And those balls that chase people around with the spikes that you saw twice. You saw twice, and they were pretty bad both times. They were awful. I cannot believe I sat through. I rarely watch movies, yeah, folks, and I sat through this whole movie, yeah, and I cheered <laughs> with joy as if somebody was healed by the touch of God Himself when that thing ran its credits because I was so happy it was over. It was pretty bad. It was so awful, but it put us in the right mood for Nuffleween. <laughs> well, it can only get better, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then we got up early. We grabbed some fancy donuts. We did grab some fancy donuts. Good fancy donuts from Hertz Donuts. They were good, but I don't know if they were as big of a hit as the less fancy donuts that we've got before. They did not seem so in in relation to the price. Because they were at least three times more expensive than what I could have got anywhere else. Right. And there was a couple of people who were like, oh, these are amazing. And everyone else was like, eh, free donuts. <laughs> Like, and of course, John, the buddy of the podcast, you know, most uh, most of our friends love cake donuts, right? Mm-hmm. John wanted the big yeasty one. Is there any non-cake ones? <laughs> it was just it was just humorous. And I screwed up my cake ones because I wanted just the chocolate cake, and we told them just the chocolate cake, and they did just the chocolate cake. We should have had chocolate cake with the regular icing, right? The regular glaze, yeah, regular glaze, whatever it was. That just and she adds. asked us if we wanted it, and we're like, I don't think so. We should have had it because well, it was just too dry. This Hertz Donuts place has like crazy donuts with oh, yeah. tons of icing and stuff, so we Mint, were scared to see. Andy's, I mean, yeah. chocolate chip, uh, what was it, Cookie Monster, they have a Homer Simpson one, Yeah, anything you can think of. Right. And they can do custom ones, which we thought of, but that would have been a lot more money. Right. But they did sponsor the tournament. We had a giveaway to go get a free donut. Yeah. And uh, Michael Lewis won that, and he went over and had a bacon donut. So Bacon maple. Bacon maple donuts. Which so. are amazing. So anyways, that was that. And then we... Oh, and this tournament had the distinction, uh, which was kind of uh, done a couple weeks later. 
well, I guess the next weekend, we were the first tournament, to my understanding, to be broadcast live. We were broadcast on Twitch. I had a webcam set up, and we were broadcasting out. Our what? buddy Per Piotta, or however you say his last name, uh-huh. uh, over in Sweden, he watched pretty much the whole thing. He said he just grabbed a glass of wine, and it was late, and so he's watching us. That's, now, to be fair, we only had the last two rounds, right? No, we had the whole thing. The first couple of rounds was like... Oh, just, that's right. The camera was just broadcasting the tournament. The camera was broadcasting the tournament itself. And then at lunch, John and I changed it around, and we got it to work to where it could show the actual top table being played. It actually came off pretty well. You might be able to go to twitch.tv slash both down and check the archives. I'm not sure about that. I'm not... I don't know how to use that yet. Okay. Um, so. But next time I'm going to have to pay for the program I'm using, and then I can have a higher frame rate. Because you could see pretty well what was going on. We couldn't see perfect. Okay. But it was the first one. Nice experiment. Yeah, absolutely. It's something we've actually been wanting to do since last year mm-hmm. at Nuffleween, too, but... We kept hearing that the game shop was going to get a camera to do magic tournaments in the same fashion. Yeah, so we kept waiting on that. And that so we kept came. waiting and waiting, and I think our patience has patience has run out on that. Yeah, so it's we'll, never happening. So we're going to see what we can do, and maybe do stuff like this in further tournaments. Hopefully, especially for like the big ones like Oklahoma Bowl yeah. and stuff like that. So, and then uh, Eurobowl did it on YouTube like the week after. Man, they're Copping. great copycats. Yep. Nah, it's all right. We're one, one force. <laughs> blood Bowl. Right? Or one nation or one world. One Blood one Bowl. One nation under Nuffle? Sure. Okay. We're the United Countries of Nuffle. Country see... united under Nuffle's tentacles? <laughs> what is that? What did you just... Oh! Makes us cunts. Countries. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Gotcha, Steve. Yeah, I'm awesome. Now our podcast is going to have that dirty tag to it. No, we're just earning up to it. Oh, okay. So where shall we begin about Nuffleween? Well, go ahead and go through the experience. I ran the whole thing, so I just sat back and made sure everything okay. went off without a hitch. I don't, don't really have a whole lot to offer. So I think <clears throat> my comment we did beforehand. Have the, we did have the casualty beast again. We had the casualty beast. We had um, Which if you cause a casualty... You get a plush bat. You get to hold on to him until the next person gets a casualty. And whoever's holding on to him when their game ends gets a special prize. Right. So we had the casualty beast back. Um, we only had 12 in attendance this year, which yeah. is a little bit down from last year. A lot I think of it was because it was the day after Halloween. The timing of everything, I had to be at a wedding the week before because mm-hmm. we were actually going to bump it into October. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, it's supposed to be... The first Saturday of November. So I know there's somebody out there that thinks uh, Nuffleween is just a part of the fluff by Jervis Johnson. Uh, but, no, uh, we made that up. <laughs> but we made up Nuffleween, and it was it's the first Saturday of November is what it's supposed to be. So um, we were going to try to bump it back so we could get – we knew some of the Texas guys had children and everything mm-hmm. else. And if you're going to take your kids out on Friday night, you can't drive all the way up to Oklahoma the next day. So we missed out on some Texas guys this year, probably due to me having to go up to a wedding and stuff in yeah. Tulsa the week before. And the, and the store, we didn't know the date 
until later than usual because of stuff going on at the store. So right, right. Yeah, you know, it happens. So we had twelve people. Um, still a good turnout. Yeah, still a great turnout. Two new people, so that was awesome. One from Kansas, one from Houston. Yes. Um, yeah, we still had the Houston guys. They actually traveled up. Oh my gosh, that's a yawn. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. All right. So uh, Steve was gracious enough to run the tournament while I got to play. So this, I this thank crap you for only that. happens until Scott finishes his 24, and then I get to turn it all around. That's fine. <laughs> it's basically, if we have an odd number, whoever's running it will play, usually. Or if we have an even number, I'll sit out and run it. He says that until I get my 24, but he will not let me play Oklahoma Bowl. Because that's the big weekend. We've already talked about this in the future. Well, no. It doesn't matter. Let's not, let's not discuss yeah. that. All right. So <clears throat> we had, do you remember the team breakdowns? No, <clears throat> not at all. We, I know for sure we had a pro elf team. We had two Amazon teams. We had two undead teams, a slam team, a Norse team. A Dark Elf team. I'm trying to think. A Chaos Dwarf team. I was going to look, but apparently you know it. <clears throat> a Necromantic team. Mm-hmm. And I'm just missing two, aren't I? I don't even know. Two Vampire teams. There you go. So Look that's that. all 12. Uh, so kind of a different array of, of teams. Scott's like tired, but his memory is working much better than ever it has. <laughs> um, in Nuffleween, we had a special kickoff table. You can check that out at bothdown.com. And look at the rules. Alan's pointing at the computer and Scott. Oh, he's talking about how Scott stole the computer's memory. I did. That explains it. We kind of made love. That (laughs) happens. Explains the keyboard. Yes, it took my virginity and I took its uh, memory. You certainly didn't take his virginity. Steve's computer. (laughs) Yes, it's been through a lot. Um, Back to Nuffleween. Uh, we also had the the deal with all the undead star players that mm-hmm. are in the living rule book six. You can take those on any team. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then we had the custom kickoff table, as you said. So a lot which of people, wild. right? And it all dealt with quotes that was from the movie of Phantasm. Apparently. I, I particularly like number twelve, yes. which was if you roll double sixes on the kickoff table, the little sphere was going to come after you, and it kills somebody automatically on both teams. On both teams. <clears throat> yeah, Alan is now realizing what he's missed. Dude, it was it was, awesome. it was a really fun kickoff table. I'm going to give Steve props here, too, since uh, Alan's over listening while he's waiting for Brock to make his moves. Uh, Steve customized the kickoff table where there was chances to get re-rolls. You know how some tournaments, they take away re-rolls, some tournaments... Typically, we try to take away re-rolls because speed up the it game. speeds up the game. Right. And traditionally, Blood Bowl rewards, you know, whoever rolls the highest gets a re-roll. Mm-hmm. Steve had some kickoff options on there where both had- team, both players roll. You can add your fame or your cheerleaders or your coaches. And if you achieve a 10, you get a re-roll. That's for each coach. Now, I did that because of fan favorite. You know, someone could have plus two on the fame pretty easy. It's not hard to do at a tournament. And then have a fan favorite or two, and there's no way the other person can get a reroll. Right, because our undead, our Nuffleween star players had came with fan favorite. Right. So I thought that was a very clever way of making it still fair for both teams. Thank this you. is why I'm 
Good I props. Yeah, I like that one. So uh, I was one of the teams that took um, Amazons because I still had them on my list of teams left to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know what to play. And finally, I was just like, I'm going to play these. And then Scott waited for everyone else to get their rosters in <laughs> and looked at every single one of them to decide which team he could take to best beat them. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> he didn't. Scott, Scott if, if had it didn't no hurt idea. enough that somebody said that at the tournament, <laughs> and then I do well at the tournament, and so then they say it again. No, Scott had his teams already made. He just didn't know which one he was going to take. So I took an Amazon team, and I took a totally different – I don't know if it's totally different. I mean, it's Amazons. So Nuffleween, we get a skill package of – you know, you have X amount of money to buy skills, mm-hmm. and we do the trick or treat thing every round, which but, means you lose a skill every round. Right. If you win your game, it's a mm-hmm. random skill. One of the skills randomly mm-hmm. get lost. If you lose, or, you get to pick which one. Right. And if you tied, it's also random mm-hmm. still. So you're going to lose a skill no matter what. So most teams started off with seven skills right, right. from the beginning, and then lost players. So uh, I took a, um, I took the Amazons. The Choctaw Yellow Jackets, based off kind of like my old high school, mm-hmm. uh, spelled a little bit different there because I, I haven't ever played Amazons in our in our league, so I didn't know really kind of what league name to go with. But, right. Sure. And my team is painted the same colors as my high, old high school, so I took a thrower, four blitzers, uh, five linemen, so that gives me ten players, um, and then I took. Crazy Igor, the star player, mm-hmm. because he's one of the Nuffleween star players. And I took Willow Rosebark, who's also a star player that the Amazons normally can get. Willow Rosebark's that kind of like, she's supposed to be like a dryad mm-hmm. player. He has dauntless sidestep and thick skull, but <clears throat> kind of has elfy kind of stats, you know. Right. And then Crazy Igor is pretty much a normal human lineman. With Loner, Dauntless, Regeneration, Thick Skull, and, of course, he had fan favorite for this tournament. Yeah. And you uh, can bite him. Right, if I was a vampire. Sure. And I took three rerolls. Um, I toyed around with the idea of having some catchers because I wanted to use my models, but then I was like, my play style, even with a throwing team, is or <laughs> a team that might utilize catchers, I would not. Yeah. So, uh, for my skills, I went block on the uh, thrower. I went frenzy for a blitzer. Two other blitzers with guard, uh, two line women with block, and then one line woman with wrestle. Uh, throughout the day, um, I can't remember game by game right. which skills I lost, but I lost a guard, I lost both my blocks on my line woman, and then I lost my thrower with a block as well at yeah. the, the very last game. So, uh, you want me to just go round by round here? Sure. Because I don't have a whole lot to. Interject because you didn't play this time. I can let people know that we did have a team that was donated by Roll Jordan. And uh, John from the league happened to win that. So that was very awesome from them. Right. It was a um, a female wood elf team. Very awesome looking. I mean, I guess you could use them for pro elves or whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. The Sylvanian team, Mm -hmm. I guess, as well was. All right. So round one, I played, uh, speaking of John, I played John Brees, Winged Human. On, uh, like, all the forums, like Fumble or yeah. anywhere else. Uh, I played the Silent Striders of Slavarn. Is that? Sure. Slavarnan? Sure, whatever. Uh, anyways, that was his team. It's a pro-elf team. I don't even know. He he had uh, three catchers, uh, six linemen, a thrower, and two blitzers. Uh, we played the 
to be fair to John, we played the first half that we were playing and playing and playing and playing. It was a nice tight game. He had, went up one nothing. Uh, long story short, I came back and won two to one. Okay. <clears throat> first half though, we didn't realize he had side. Neither one of us even thought about him having sidestep with his blitzers until the second half. Jeez. So I think that would have been a big deal personally, but um, yeah. may, maybe it wouldn't have. You know, maybe I'd have played around it. I didn't think anything of it because you know, as soon as I hit his guy, he never right. even mentioned it. Yeah. So you, you know, not I, really. I, I know who he had guard. And I knew he had strip ball, but I really totally forgot about it. <clears throat> Won that game two to one. I was very happy with the win. Amazon's did all right. You know, yeah, dodging around, making cages, all that fun stuff. Uh, second game I played our buddy from our league, uh, Sarge. Mike Tate. As if John wasn't in our league? Well, John is too. But okay. I know there's another Sarge out there in the world, so I'd like to like... There's a lot of them. We wouldn't have a very good army without them. You're right. Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. <laughs> I played his vampire team, the Hack and Slashers. He had three vamps and uh, a whole bunch of thralls. Uh, four re-rolls, nine fine f- fan factor. You know, we thought he was going to do well this tournament. Well, he did not do so well this tournament. He did not. He tied the first game, and that's where I got. He had some weird luck going on. I got matched up with him because he tied, and I won. I guess I was the lowest winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played him. Uh, game was pretty disastrous for him in a lot of ways. Um, I won two to one. I was winning one to nothing, and I realized that. I looked around, and by him biting his own players and sending them off the pitch, Mm -hmm. and me, I actually kicked a few guys because it was advantageous for me to do it. I realized that there was he only had one player left on the pitch, so I surrounded him. It was my turn five, and I kept kicking him. It took till my turn eight. I decided that I was I was all in to try to clear the pitch because I've never done that before in my life. And especially at a tournament, I thought I'd never do it. Right. So I got the foul on turn eight, knocked him off the pitch. I walked in for the touchdown to win two to nothing. God. And I got all, I got those bonus points for clearing the pitch. So I was very happy about that. Probably helped a lot, too. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. And five points for clearing the pitch is pretty good. Well, it was more bonus points than for sure winning two to nothing. Exactly. So I, I yeah. thought I have to try that. So I was very happy at this point because I was two and zero. So yep. worst case scenario, I go two and two, and I figured that, eh, I'm always good for a tie here and there. So maybe I'll pull out a, mm-hmm. at least a decent winning record here. We went to lunch, me and uh, Sarge and Scott Hess. We went over and had some fun times talking. Oh, another casualty! The tree huggers are not doing well. It was. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I got you guys brought me back pizza. Right, because those guys had to have a beer. It was not good. The pizza? Yeah. Yeah, well. I know, but that place used to be so good. That's because the Italians sold it to, to like, little really? preppy guys. Oh. There's no Italian. When I was in college, we got pizza from New York Pizza for Steve. And back when in I, the day. When I was in college, I would go up there. You remember the old soup Nazi routine mm-hmm. from Seinfeld? That's how they were. They mm-hmm. scared me. When they talked, I listened because I was. Oh, yeah. Uh, pepperoni, please. You know, and then I just moved to the left, you know, and paid my money and didn't complain at all. Now it's a bunch of like, you know, 
punk kids that were probably in fraternities. Yeah, it just wasn't as good. I, I don't know if they make it, but I don't know. Customer service not the same. Or okay. Anything, so. It happens. So round three. I get to, I guess the... And this is after we moved the camera, so you got to play the first I, game. I am proud to say that I got to play on the top table, and it was the first broadcast game in both down history. I think we had a whole six people. <laughs> That's fine. I know. It starts. I got to play uh, Joseph... Padilla? Padilla. Yeah. P-A-D-I-L-L-A. Anyways, uh, Joseph's fairly new to Blood Bowl, but you would not know that. that. (laughs) He started in May, but... Yeah, somebody overheard that he plays like a couple games a week. Something like that. Anyways, he brought his slam team, uh, the Slam Francisco Toady Niners. Awesome team. Three catchers, three blitzers, a Crocs gore, and the rest linemen. He had exactly 11 guys, which I was hoping would help me out in my favorite. And he was doing well with them, too. He was casualtying people like crazy. It was amazing. His first game, he got tons of casualties. Oh, yeah. It was... Yeah, he was playing very well. Um, this is... Re- I really thought, like... And, and I know you're going to say... You always think that, Scott. You I really thought I was going to lose. Gonna lose. Because I saw the other two laughed because they know it's true. <laughs> okay, but I saw this guy play the salon and he was playing him great. He was. Absolutely. He, he was doing what he needed to do. He was casualtying people, which was worse. But I thought, eh, I, you know, I still got a chance. Um, it's been a while since the game actually happened. It, we went back and forth. I injured a couple of his guys and they stayed in the KO box and they never recovered. Yeah. He did injure some of my guys as well. Um, he went back and forth, back and forth. Um, I got really frustrated because I almost scored on him. Oh, let's see. No, I he forced me to score early. I didn't get to grind out the first half like I thought. Right. And we talked about this before. Sometimes, like at Chaos Cup and stuff, I was like, I always feel like I wait one turn too long to grind out instead mm-hmm. of trusting myself to play defense. Yeah. And me and you've talked privately even, and you said, well, you know, you're not a terrible defensive player. you got to give yourself a chance and everything else. Yeah. So Joe, Joe put the pressure on me to a point where I was like, okay, I just better score. Because worst case scenario, he ties it up, and then we got a whole new half to reset. Right. Let's see what I can do on defense. Well, I held him. I was very proud of myself. I just um, had a mental image of you going over there and <laughs> cradling him in your arms. I did. I picked I him up him. and I sang a, a little lullaby to him. I believe in you, Joe. And then I told him how much I believe in him and I kissed him on the forehead and he said, thank you, sir. And so then DDP went, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> RKO. <laughs> Randy Orton's going crazy. <laughs> RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> um, then we had a second half. He got the ball. And I don't know how I stopped him, but I managed to slowly grind him and stop him. I couldn't do anything offensively. <laughs> you guys are thinking sexually, aren't you? Uh, slow dance grind. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Lombada, Regardless, dance. I win one to nothing. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm happy because now I'm 3-0. Yeah. And going into the final top table. Against? Brad Wells <laughs> and the Rebel Dead. Another undead Did he cry mo 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 in the midnight hour? We roll for our random skills to take off. I lose my ball carrier, the thrower. Mm-hmm. Lose my block. Um, 
We go back and forth. Um, there's a, a time where, if I remember right, Brad gets the kickoff. Okay. And I actually stop him, and I you know break the ball loose. And there's a time where all I had to do is roll, you know, just make a quick pass. First, I had to block somebody out of the way and pay up the ball. And if I do that, I'm probably going to score, mm-hmm. whether I quick pass it or not. Anyways, it's a couple simple rolls. Brad just had a bad turn. I go. Skulls. Double skulls. Reroll, yeah. double skulls. Uh. I fall down. My turn's over just like that, too. So it gives Brad momentum back. Anyways, long story short, I stopped in the first half. Yeah. I am beat up. Beat up bad. I'm down to, like, I think eight guys. Maybe seven. Okay. Um, the only good thing about my first half is I heard uh, Jay Earlice, who he has on his team. So he's down to, I think, a either 11 or 10 guys too. Second half, I, I have to do something because I'm getting the ball. Mm-hmm. So I'm, my thought is be aggressive, try to score. Don't wait for that last score, but just be aggressive and score. At worst case scenario, he'll tie you. You know, He either has to play fast, yeah. try to score twice, or maybe he'll accept the tie. I get within one turn away with my blitzer, you know, and everything, you know, block dodge. One turn away from scoring a touchdown with, at this point, I think I have six players on the field. Brad goes around the corner, does some things, gets that one pow, and then, like, everything's lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he hurts some more guys. I believe I had four or five guys left on the field as Brad picks up the ball. Because I, I need him to drop the ball so he doesn't have enough turns to score. Right. He has men everywhere. My K, They're all KOs this time. I have like seven girls in the KO box. So Brad moves down the field. I try to get some guys up. Brad moves down the field. I try to get some guys up. You know, and he's stunning people and everything else. So I have one chance at getting this girl. And it's kind of a long shot because I'm out of rerolls at this point. Right. So my choice is is to uh, try to break away with Crazy Igor and go for it twice to hit with a blitz. Well, Crazy Igor is knocked down, doesn't have dodge. So I'm like, I don't know. So then I have a lineman who's in a tackle zone, and the only way she can get to the ball carrier is to dodge through another tackle zone. So instead of needing the three plus, I need a four up. Um, but you have dodge. But I have dodge. So I really contemplated that. I was about to go with Crazy Igor because I thought, you know, the story would be great. You know, he's a star player. We'll see what he does. Right. Well, I guess a cooler head prevailed because I went ahead and thought, well, I got the dodge. So it's 50-50. I got the dodge. Blah. Mm-hmm. So I roll a four, and then I roll a six to dodge away from the next one. I make both my go for it, and I, and I roll uh, both down. Nice. I don't have any skills, and his ghoul doesn't have any skills. Now, his ghoul is still close enough that if I don't... the number one dive result of all the podcasts. Both down, that's right. So we both go down. If I don't break his armor, he can still have Just a chance to up pick up go. the ball and you know walk in the end zone, or walk into the end zone and have another guy pick up the ball to throw. To throw. Okay. I crack his armor, stun him. Jeez. There's no mathematical chance now that he can score. I tied the game. 
Wonderful win. Jeez. Congratulations. Yes. So. So I got a tournament victory. Yes, you did. So I'm very happy. Good. Because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. So I was, I mean. Just I, like when I played Amazons, you, I won three games and tied my final. So. You know what? It felt like a win because. Right. The one thing I will say is for the most part, I kept my anger in check. You, yes, you did. And I was pretty furious a few times, but I kept it in check. And I don't know, maybe Chaos Cup was like really good for me to just take a pounding and just learn to accept it. And yeah, you know, and when stuff went bad, I just tried to like clear my mind and play for the next play. So maybe, all I, you can do. maybe I'm growing as a player, or I don't you might know. just be depressed and not care about life anymore. Right, that's what but I was. It could always be that. Is that is that what goes on with you, Alan? He's not even listening. No, he's actually playing a game, and it's getting intense. It is getting intense. It's almost the end of the first half. It's almost near the first half. Just an update between the tree huggers and the Keldegrim Reapers. The Reapers received the ball and have worked all the way down the field in seven turns. The Reapers are actually putting it, too. Exactly what Brock did not want to happen, as he said. Yeah, the... The Reapers are putting it to them. There's two two tree huggers in the casualty box, two in the KO box, and only one in the reserve. I don't know. What's the ultimate shocker? Two, two, and one. Two, two, and one? Oh, the ultimate shocker. I get it. Where'd you get that one? I don't know where the other one goes. So... Yep, the belly button, as Alan said. At, at the end of Nuffleween, I, I was the champion. Second place yeah. was. I don't have a clue. Are you serious? I don't have. I don't remember. I was it, there. It was Michael Lewis. Okay, congratulations, Michael. Third place was. I do remember Michael getting second. Third place was. Brad. Brad, no. Brad got best defense. Right. Joe. Uh, I don't remember. Was it Joe? Can you not call that up on your computer? No. <laughs> is it on the website? It is kind of fun. No, it's not. <sighs> What's kind of funny is we planned this segment for a while, and yet we didn't write down all this stuff. That's pretty amazing. I think we would, you know. A lot of times I'll just write it down put it in the system, but I didn't do that. Opening files. That's good. Say that's good placement. Here we go. Ah, news. Third place. Well, let's do this. All right. First place went to the Choctaw Yellow Jackets. Second place, Bones of the Reaper with Michael. His team actually he used Reaper miniatures from the Bones line. For the whole team. For the whole team. That's, so that's kind of neat. Really cool. Uh, third place. The Harganeth Horrors by Will. Uh, Dark Elves. Okay. Fourth, The Rebel Dead from Brad. Fifth, The Bismuth Bronze from Paul. He was Dwarves? Chaos Dwarves. Chaos Dwarves, that's right. Then The San Francisco Toady Niners by Joe. Sixth place. Seventh place is The Drakenhof Blood Wings of Gabriel. They were vampires. Vampires. Eight. Eaters of the Dead by Scott Hess. Norse. Norse. 
Supernatural in Ninth Place by Tiffany. Undead. The Silent Striders of Salverin by John. Pro Elf. Eleven. Gondwana Strikes Strikers by Brandon. Right. They are. Uh, Amazons. Okay. And sorry, showed up. <laughs> right. Hack and slashers in twelfth. Right. Sad. So do we remember who got best offense? Nope. Brad got best defense. I know for sure. Not Michael or you or Will or Brad. So Gabriel. For most offense. Okay. I believe no, because he got sportsman. <laughs> We're terrible. I'm sorry. We guys. don't know. If you were there, you found out. If not, go on Facebook. We'll tell you. Yeah, we. I took photos. Somewhere. Okay. It's good enough. Sorry, guys. Go to Facebook slash both down. Because you know what? You don't care. We don't care. Nobody cares. They do care. No, they don't. They do care. If they care enough, we'll find out. Uh-huh. Well, if you want to shoot us an email, we'll find out and let you know. I'm fine with that, too. All right. As of right now, we don't know. All right. But I think everyone had a good time. Oh, always. I think everybody everybody had a blast. I, I believe Brandon from Kansas, he was a little frustrated, but... Yeah, at dice rolls, not at people. Or he's anything. also tired because he w- just came back from a trip to Canada for Ugh. work. He came in like, and we tortured him by making him watch he that came movie in the morning of Friday. Or it's like he hadn't got any sleep, and then he had to drive back that night and play uh, an online game against somebody and something. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, he I'm was sorry. punishing himself big time. That is terrible. All right. Well, that, I guess, really wraps this up. So, next year, Nuffleween 4, again, should be on the first Saturday of November. Pending. Probably. Oh, you out of town? Depending on a lot of things. But, but yeah, we're um, going to try to shoot for that again. We're, we haven't decided yet. I know we should probably do Friday the 3rd. I mean, uh, Jason. Not, oh, God. I know we should probably do Freddy. Because he's got the four claws. But I kind of want to do Pinhead. So, we'll see. The first Saturday next month is going to be the 7th. Next, next, next month? month. Wow. Next November. Okay. Whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. the 7th, so I'm sure we'll do something around that time. Okay. But until then... Um, I don't know. It'll be a fun horror theme once again. Yeah. Always is. Yep. So, And we appreciate everybody coming out. The Absolutely. Kansas guys. Paul from Louisiana. Uh, Michael up from Tulsa. We had a few locals this time. And, of course, uh, Brad and Joe coming up from Houston. It's pretty awesome of you. More so, beaver nuggets. Oh, yeah. Brad gave us a, He hooked us up with some beaver nuggets and the Cheeto ones, the cheese ones. My kids really like those. So thank you, Brad. And I guess that's it. That's we'll, it, man. We'll be back with some turkey talk. Gobble, 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 gobble. All right, we're back. We're going to talk about some star player turkeys. Gobble, 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 gobble. Gobbles. God, that was a good episode. Hey, gobbles. 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 (laughs) So what are we even talking about here? What's your concept? Concept, I thought, is we always talk like, you know, like in the last segment I talked about having 
two star players. Mm-hmm. I really didn't even brush upon those two star players. <laughs> Crazy Igor and you know, Willow. Tree, oh yeah, Rose Bark. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes we talk about star players or like, oh, what's your favorite star player? Mm-hmm. Or what you like doing? This is like a star player that you just think is a big old hunk of turkey, right? Like he's so in the, in the negative sense, man. That right. guy's a turkey, right? And it not could, jive turkeys. Let's be very clear. Okay. We're not talking jive turkeys. Is it still negative? Still negative, just not jive turkeys. So, oh, an update on the game. Allen scored. It's one to nothing, with one play left in the second in the first half. <clears throat> so yeah, we're talking about turkeys, stinkers, right? Uh, many times, like I said, I, I try. At one point, I want to be able to say I played all the star players. Yeah. And I'm only going to base this off of star players I've actually played and used. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to base it off of how well they did. Well. Although that's, that might be a little misleading. Okay, here's my two cents, whether okay. or not you want it. To me, I if I had to look at like individual, because I kind of figured that's what this segment was going to be, so I looked it up. And I'm looking at individual star players. For the most part, I understand their pricing. They're not too bad. It's like, okay, well, this guy's the only only big guy that team can get, or this, that, these, and the others. The only two that I really have problems with are Grim Ironjaw and uh, the guy you just take, Crazy Igor. Both of them don't seem to be worth the price. You can get a Merc, who's Almost as good for a lot less. Part of me taking Crazy Igor at Nuffleween was just to take a different star player. You know? That's fine. Um, and also him being on Amazon team is a lot different than him only being able to play on vampire teams. And right. his skills... Or Dauntless. Look it up. Yeah, it's Dauntless. Thick Skull, Regeneration. Yeah, and he's got he's one more... Lineup. He's also got Thick Skull... Oh, okay. And he has one more armor. Yeah. So, yeah, he's good for keeping in the game, but at 120, you can, um, 20,000 more, you can get two thralls. I get get you. Yeah. I get you. So, I don't really see the point of him. And then, like, Grim Ironjaw, he can only play for dwarves, so don't even think about anyone else. Block, most they come with that anyways. Dauntless, frenzy, multiple block, and thick skull. He's five four three eight, so a little bit stronger. But he's two hundred and twenty. He's quite pricey. I don't see that you're getting your money's worth out of him at all. Well, but let's talk about turkeys. Multi block on a four strength guy. With loner, is a turkey. Yeah, but if you're inducing him traditionally, you're probably a dwarf team that has lots of guard. Yeah, so that guy could be a big deal. That is true. He is. We're looking at this from our point of view, and we should look. Violated the Star Trek rules. (laughs) Should never judge a uh, society based on our own rules. Now yeah. looking at these and judging them based on our own rules. Right. Well, you can judge it however you want, whether it's tournament play or our league. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. 
some guys I threw out of my biggest turkey just simply because I don't prefer them. Uh, you'll talk to a lot of people. They love Wilhelm. I'm sure. Well, they love yeah. chainsaws. I was going to mention that. I hate chainsaws. And I, I don't think, so bad given them. the option, I don't think I'm going to take chainsaw guys anymore. Back before the last update, when they were a lot cheaper, I tended to take them all the time. But anymore, it seems like I'll have them. I'll set up to hit somebody, and then they'll get a blitz, hit my guy, and he's out before my first turn. That's happened to me the last two times I got a chainsaw guy. Ramtet the third, I think, is a big, fat turkey. Why? Because he's very expensive. Hey, you get wrestle. You get wrestle. Go he, ahead and read him off. So he can play for Kemri, Necro, and Undead. He is 380, so that's a lot. But Loner, Break Tackle, Mighty Blow, Regen, and Wrestle. 5619. He is a blitzing machine. He is, but you, it's hard to get him there. Not with six strength break tackle. What's his movement? Okay, it is five. I'll give you that. I, I'm just saying... And wrestle isn't that great when... I'm saying he's very expensive Yeah, I to me. That. I know there's a lot of people that complain about Morg being very expensive, but... It's the six The strength. few times I get to play with Morg, it, he's amazing. Morg has been awesome. Uh, Ramtad, I The played. six strength on Ramtad, I just want to say, you can induce him... And if you're going up against a team that has a five-strength big guy, you immediately have more strength than them. So Norse or um, Skaven, you know, or, you know, Wood Elves, you're equal to them. A part of my problem is, is the Third was like this badass mummy in second edition. Yeah. You know, people were scared of him or was scared of him. You know, he had this tomb rot disease. Uh, you know he has mighty blow and he has wrestle. Now I don't have to. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Every like star wrestle. player doesn't have to have block. Give to be him good. juggernaut. But if he had juggernaut instead of wrestle, actually, so much better. I can I can accept that maybe he's different and he has break tackle and wrestle. But give him something else besides mighty blow. Mighty blow is awesome. Well, it it can be, but without block, it's I don't know. He should have tentacles. <laughs> he should. With the, no, you could throw out his wrappings. His, his wrappings and grab yeah. people. That would be actually interesting. <laughs> that would be because you can't get. That would be pretty awesome, actually. I would like that better Six than Mighty Blow. Star player with tentacles. Yeah. That you can induce. And then he has break awesome. tackle when he's ready to leave. Oh, wow. That'd be God, pretty That would evil. be nasty. So. I don't know. I think he's a big turkey. Um, for a star player that I've played a lot. And he never seems to do good. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think I've played him like six different times and I've had like one good game with him. Yeah. It's Wilhelm Chaney. Yeah, I believe it. Now, on paper, that guy should be amazing. But I'm just saying, when I've induced him, he has done terrible. Yeah. On the actual field. Uh, you didn't have much luck with Syllabil. I only played him once and you you just want to talk about how you broke his neck. Well, I'm just saying he did not do, do too well for you. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of bringing in star players because I don't want to lose my MVP. And it, I still have that fluff mentality of they're not on my team. Why would I bring them in? But 
Eh, I'm okay with them. And I'm of the opposite kind of opinion. That to me, well, yeah, the, you the fluff is there. Their legends are coming mm-hmm. in. You know, they are for, for one game. They wear your team's jersey. Yeah, but see, I don't have anything in my background that allows that. You started this game with that. I, I agree. I started with the same type of rules, but for the first few seasons, you know, I started. I made my own teams. I I like the the fluff of my own teams versus bringing someone else in. Like one of your first teams in this league was the Dwarf Giants, and you had a right. no problem with that. I could not see me. I still could not see me just taking an old team and playing them. With the possible exceptions of the Arctic Crack Spiders. I, I want to blow with them so bad, too. Because those are awesome. I do. I want to blow with that, that team so bad. Um, yeah, I, it's just a matter of opinion, sure. I guess, yeah. on that. Um, Different styles. What I've been doing in our league um, is when I've been taking teams like the Halflings or when I took teams like the, the Help It Scorpions, which is an underworld team, mm-hmm. I kind of gave myself like some inducement rules where if this cash was made to me, mm-hmm. I always take like the halflings. I always took a halfling chef first. Right. And then if I had money left over and enough money, I always took Zara. Right. So in my own way, I, I justified while this star player is not on my team mm-hmm. officially, they're kind of like an unofficial. You know how, like, in the old Marvel universes that Rick Jones was always an honorary Avenger? Yeah, or Defender. Or Defender, or whatever yeah. he was. The way I see, like, when I played, when I role-played with the, the, the halfling team, the St. Louis Hams, mm-hmm. and I did the thing with Zara, where, you know, I got to have her on my team four to six times a season, I role-played that kind of as she's an honorary member. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, the, even the miniature has the same colors as the team and everything yeah. else. Now, that... That just happened to be the same guy that painted the team. But, um, you know, so I come up with my own little kind of justifications on this. Uh, with the help at Scorpions, always, if I had enough money, I would always try to get either Glart, Smash Rip, or Fez Glitch, the, the ball and chain scaving guy. I like Fez Glitch a lot. And um, I like Fez Glitch a lot, and I love Glart. I mean, yeah. I love Glart. I don't know what about him. Every time I use him, he always played great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, even now with our current league setting, you know, I have uh, the Morgantown Maulers, and the idea is yeah. it's Morg's team that he coaches when he feels like it. Right. And if there's enough money there, I'll take Morg to play, come out on the field and play. So you can kind of write whatever you want. But I get what you're saying. I know Wilhelm Cheney is a good star player. Yeah. The stats say otherwise, but I'm saying from how he played on the field, mm-hmm. and this is not to get this Yahoo to call in <laughs> to the the podcast and gripe at me or anything else. It's just, he's not good. I played with Ram Tut once, yeah. and I, it, it was just awful. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought because just the wrestle, once my guy went down, people kicked him. Oh, absolutely. And I don't blame them. So it just did not feel worth it to me. So if that. I had a turkey and a runner-up, I'd have to go with probably Ramtut would be number one if I played him a few more times. But Wilhelm definitely is number one because I played him so yeah. many times, Ramtut too. And I'm basing this off of star players that I've yeah. played. I've played with probably a little bit over half the star players throughout I've, the league. I've leagues. played with some. And yeah, the chainsaws are the ones that really bit me anymore. Because you get all that money and you're like, this is going to be awesome. And you maybe get one hit in and then they're gone. 
Yeah. That's how it seems to be anymore. Yeah. I don't know maybe if it's because the league used to be really scared of him and tried to back away. Now they're just like, oh, if I knock him down, down, he's dead. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Um, Since we're talking turkey, do you like pumpkin pie, Steve? Of course. Okay. So who would be the pumpkin pie of your star players? Just right off the hat. I know you weren't planning for this. but So what's a star player that you really like taking if you get the chance? Ice pelt? Mm -hmm. Whenever I did the Campbell Claymores, if I got ice pelt, it's huge having those two five-strength badasses being able to anchor my team. and Because I haven't played halflings, but there's such a difference between a two-tree halfling team and a two-tree halfling team with Deep Root. Oh. I think Deep Root, that point, is like the pumpkin pie because when he plays... That's a whole different team, and I don't want to play that team. Yeah, that's it. You're right. I agree with that, too. Because you're getting three people killed at the (laughs) opening of every drive that they have the ball. Yeah, he's – Deeper makes a big deal on that team. And and I know those few times I could get Zara and Deeper was just amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, just amazing. My favorite probably star player of all time is probably Glart Smasherip. That's cool. I, I just love that. That character, the claw, the block, the scaven, so he had all the movement. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just love him because he helps out a underworld team so much. Yeah. And even a scaven team because he get, has four strength, so he can come in there and really push a, a guy around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, maybe my second favorite player, and this guy's getting – I find him more and more popular Like when I have the option of taking him, is Ludwig, Ludgrip Whiparm. He is good. I mean – but he's 150. You yeah. know, he has, like, accurate, sure hands, That's the pass. thing, though. But, but he fits a niche that the teams he's offered for don't have. What team doesn't want somebody with sure hands, pass, and accurate? Right. And, I mean, there are teams that don't do that. But even if you like to run the ball, he's awesome. Um, I'm learning to like te- uh, tentacles, mm-hmm. even on a guy with just normal strength, because no matter what, they have to roll it. Yeah. And if they roll bad, they just waste it. The more rolls you can make someone roll, the better you play. Yeah. On the uh, NBFL, my uh, fumble league that I'm playing, yeah. I have one more game left. And then you're quitting uh, forever because you hate it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been pretty mad this second half of the season because just. That's our fumble. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. yeah, I think it might be the the coach tilting <laughs> a little bit or trying too much. Yeah. No, I've lost. A, actually, I've lost a lot of close games. So in, in one way, I should not complain. Yeah, but it's rough doing that. Well, I'm also playing some really good coaches, too. Yeah. And there's a guy in our league who has over, I think, 12,000 games. 12,000 total games? Yes. Yeesh. Yes. It might be 11,000, but I think it's 12,000. Oh, it's only 11. Well, that's not a big deal. <laughs> Anyways, my point is is I've been learning to really like tentacles, and I like having that option with uh, loot group. So. I'm trying to think of anything that I've done 12,000 times. Oh, you jacked off at least that much. <laughs> I was thinking that I mean, that was the first place I was thinking. Would you agree he's probably jacked off Had that to. much, Alan? Yes. Al- Alan if there's you 365. Before the age of 20. <laughs> Before the age of 20, huh? Wow, that's a... 
That's an interesting conundrum. Let's see. Let's say you average 1.5 a day. You start at 13. No, not back in the teenage Okay, hold, we don't need to. This is a, this is a family-friendly Now we've podcast. got the weird uncle at Thanksgiving bringing up topics we don't want to talk about. Hey, <laughs> Tommy, have you started masturbating yet? Uh, uncle, I'm 43. Have you started? <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> All right. So, anyways, our turkeys. Yes. You're going with final turkey, which was who? For the bad one? Yeah. yeah you, got it. Um, you can't remember. No. Um, Crazy Igor. Crazy Igor. Okay. I just, for I 20 it. more, you can get two guys. I get it. I got you. I'm I haven't played that type of vampire team, so... He might be handy. I don't know. I'm going Wilhelm just because I play him the most and he sucked the most. I can understand that. With a close backup of Ranta the third. But. If I could just pick Chainsaw People, I'd pick Chainsaw People. Uh, totally agree with you. Yeah. I, once again, we agree on another segment. So The end of times has come. So to the fans out there, tweet us at both down or email us. What's the... Both down podcast at gmail <laughs> Both down podcast at gmail dot com. Oh yeah, yeah. I just asked. Yeah, it's thirty. Uh, it's thirty seven episodes plus or minus what ten? Maybe from the special episodes. Oh, Dude, I've been putting in, I've been putting overtime at work. I have, I'm not used to this work deal, <laughs> as even our fans know. Yes. So uh, I'm tired. How about that? Okay, that's fine. So give me a break. So we want to wrap this up then. So, yes, so, uh, anyways, I, I, I don't even know the tangent I was going on. Just end it then. <laughs> no, I had something important to say. No, you didn't. It was about turkeys or something. Thanksgiving? Yeah. Chainsaw I, dudes? We just hate chainsaw guys, I guess. Yeah, there we go. I don't know. All right, fine. This segment's over. We'll be back with some shout-outs. Everybody, I'm Snob Costas, beat writer for the Long Island Blood Bowl League, here with another Did You Know, featuring some of the most interesting stories of history in the Blood Bowl universe. Today, how far will you go for your team? Teams have been trying to cheat since the rules to this great game were unearthed on the battlefield. Secret weapons, pogo sticks, giant lawnmowers, they've all had their place in the game. But... Did you know? In a game between the Dwarven Warhammers and the Gouged Eye, Coach Colbin Battlefury had his Warhammers prepare an extra special surprise for the Orcs. The Eye had just scored a touchdown to go up 2-1 late in the second half. The Orcs were laughing heartily as the Warhammers gathered in a huddle at midfield, strategizing how to score quickly, a task that was not easy for the, uh, short and stumpy folk. Hey, who writes this drivel for Nuffle's sake? Anyway, the dwarves spread out in formation with three players hanging back on the goal line, hands held together. What the orcs couldn't see, but the fans started to notice, and a rumble of excitement began to emerge, was that the Warhammers brought out a cannon and situated it behind the dwarven line in front of the end zone. Stunted Grom Redaxe was stuffed into the cannon, and the kickoff ensued. 
Plargat Gittlebox picked up the ball and ran backwards. The orcs continued to laugh as they lazily came downfield. Gittlebox put the ball into Red Axe's hands in the cannon and then ran to light the fuse. A boom shattered the ears of everyone in the stadium and Red Axe was fired toward the other end zone. He sailed over the goal line, still rising into the air, out of the stadium and halfway across the kingdom. The dwarves quickly surrounded the referee and presented him with bags of gold and the touchdown was allowed. Unfortunately, they couldn't continue with the overtime for four days because the Red Axe had the only ball. So now you know what I know. This is Snobcasts. And now as we leave the mountains of Caldergrim, we have but one thing to do. Shoutouts. Shoutouts! That's so stupid. It's pretty awesome. We said we'd never become that a podcast. What do you mean? That does stupid intros to segments. So? And yet we have. It's because there's people that love these. There's probably at least one person that loves these. Bobby loves it. Bobby McGee? Joseph loves it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Um, Franklin loves this. Franklin Delano Roosevelt's dead. When did that happen? When he died. Oh. All right. So do you have any shout-outs? Well, that's kind of sad. <laughs> well, you know, it was a long time ago. I think he's over it. I would like to shout-out all the people who came out to Nuffleween. Absolutely. To make another successful tournament for the Both Down crew. And um, our sponsors for that tournament. Uh, Hertz Donuts. Hertz Donuts for... Roll Jordan. Hertz Donuts. Definitely a big old pop for Roll Jordan Miniatures. Who Very gave awesome. us that, uh, that team to give away. Wizard Asylum for hosting it as always. Always a big shout out to Wizard Asylum. Everyone um, who watched us. Perf, Keggy, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt watched us. Other people, I forget. We're just going to call them other people. Yeah, other people. All those other people. All the... <laughs> Uh, I'd like to give just everyone who is a fan of the show a big shout out. So just, just to say it is thank Thanksgiving you. season, so yes. So we really do appreciate you guys. We keep getting fan letters. We've gotten some really nice ones lately. Yeah, that keep us going. Yeah, we like hearing. You know, any any feedback is good, um, even if it's bad feedback. If you don't like a segment, we don't have to have Wilhelm Cheney back ever again. I think people like Wilhelm. Just Cheney. let me know, and I can make that happen. So, yes, uh, we just give a happy Thanksgiving. I know Steve doesn't believe in Thanksgiving or hanging out with his I family. I have no idea why that he is. He blames everything on his mom dying. Well, that is true. My mom died. I can't have fun. No, I can have fun, just not usually with her. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Why do we do that? We don't. Well, you can come to Thanksgiving with my family if you would like. Okay, but In the recording of the podcast. I received a text message saying that my other brother's coming up, so I think we're doing something with the whole family besides Dad. In all honesty, my Thanksgiving is going to be this Sunday, which by the time this is released is yesterday probably. Um, yeah, today's when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I've already filled my belly full of yummy Thanksgiving foods, and then I have the choice. Do I want to hang out with more family? <laughs> Or do I just want to enjoy the whole day off playing Skylanders? 
Whole day off is nice. Oh, yeah. Or do I spend the whole day off catching up on Walking Dead? Hmm. Might be better to play Skylanders. Yeah, I was hoping you'd go into your family so I could have the whole day off to myself. <laughs> so you can get those numbers <laughs> up? Oh, no. But work, luckily... Working on the next 11,000? <laughs> one of us has to work on Friday, and one of us doesn't, so... <laughs> That's right. Although I might be off. I'm working on that. My kids' daycares are closed, so oh. I might have to work Saturday in exchange God, to have that day off. Uh, all right. But anyways, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, next month we should be talking about, uh, has some more news about Critter Bowl. And we might even, I'm working on, well, you don't even know about this, but I'm working on maybe a special guest. But Is it Jesus? You would not let Jesus on this podcast. Hell yeah, I would. No, you would. You'd be like, people, I have no problem people with pray Jesus. in front of other people and it says in the book of whatever to, that you're not supposed to. And you get all up and No, I'd ask you him. You would get up and with Jesus. I would that's ask the him problem. If, he's, if that's right or not. <laughs> and if he says, no, dude, go to Jesus. church, I want you to. All right. You would go to church if Jesus told you to. I don't know if you understand the concept of life. If Jesus showed up in front of me, I will do what he says because that proves he exists, which proves that God exists. The thing you have to worry about is the moment that I find something that proves it doesn't exist. But see, all no matter of what my you tell me, evil that I keep inside of me is because of a possible reward after this life. <laughs> the moment that that possible reward is snatched away, there are bodies in closets you don't even know you have. <laughs> well, I think I would get rid of you as a roommate at that point. You would be one of the bodies. Okay. Well, then you could you'd, you'd free probably, rent for a while. You'd probably lick my face and stuff. Then nah, it's creepy. Well, I'm dead. It's creepy. <laughs> you know what? You can prove whatever you want, and I'll still believe in whatever I want to believe. So that's fine. Right, you're not gonna shake my faith, Leah Brock. You're not gonna shake his faith. I didn't want to. No. If but... you actually got Jesus for the podcast, I'm pretty sure our ratings would go up. Well, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. Okay. Well, I'll work on that. Okay. Got to have some faith, people. As George Michael once said. Yeah. Um, Alex. Alex. What are you talking about? Oh. Alan just made fun of Canadian George Michael. Wow. Not us, Alex. A Matusiak slam. You don't mess with a Boner Storm champion like that, Alan. Oh, he's champion. Well, yeah, you won it the year you were there. I blocked it out. You blocked it out. Oh, boy. He did say black. Shout out, shout out to Alex Methusiak. Methusiak? Methusiak, whatever his Methuselah. name is. Eh. Shout out to Methuselah if he's listening. Like. He cool. <laughs> Alan says he only teases people that he hates, and he hates all Canadians. So just uh, since Weird. now we've just been rambling on and everything else, if uh, try the new Captain America with uh, Sam Wilson, the Falcon as Captain America. Oh, yeah, the comic. Yeah. That's good artwork. Stories, eh. Yeah, yeah. Let's still try it. The Girl Thor comic, not so good. Just yeah. skip that one, or or wait till it gets on its toes. Get, give it about five issues, and then pick, try picking it up. Okay. Read Shutter, and um, man, there's something else I was gonna tell you. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know. What was it? Sonic. No. The new Avengers. No. Guardians. Oh, so I can't do it. Oh, yeah, I do with the comic pet. related. Oh. 
Make sure, and Steve knows what time this comes on, make sure you watch the Mike Tyson Mysteries. <laughs> Mike Tyson Mysteries is pretty fun. It is an amazing <laughs> show. It the is, first episode was, it was still I'm funny. not sure about this, but I'll give it another try. The second episode was pretty funny. Think Scooby-Doo animation, mysteries like Scooby-Doo, but with Mike Tyson. That make less sense. And, and Mike Tyson's voicing himself as a complete idiot. Right. Correct. <laughs> He's taking the, the gist or the truth with a grain of salt or whatever. Or, or he likes the paycheck. Yeah. But it is hilarious so far. So make sure you watch that. Yes. Skip the Flash. No, Flash has been fun. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, well, you like hot little young guys that come from Beverly Hills. Did you not watch Glee? I did. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It was based <laughs> proof in point, Proof pointed. Based in Pennsylvania. Proven point or whatever. Yeah, I watched it for the hot lesbian cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. We're going to blame it on the hot lesbian cheerleaders. You're an idiot, but okay. Lesbian girls wouldn't touch you. I don't have to touch them. I can just watch. In R- fact, that's what I did. For the 12,100th time. I was, <laughs> the 12,000th time. I was setting the ball up and waiting for someone to smack it. All right. Speaking of smacking balls, I guess we're going to about to leave this podcast. We thank you very much. Have a merry, wonderful Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Festivus to the rest of us. Don't go out and Black Friday shop. Don't be those people. Don't be like my father who's there at 4 a.m. fighting people over a TV. And yet, what did your father buy you for Christmas last year? Oh, I'm going to take it. Okay. I mean, hey, you you bash the church, but you take every little Christian holiday off. Don't bash the church. Look at Alan's face. Alan's face just turned like crazy. I gladly bash blind faith. Next time, though, we'll talk about some faith. What's Blind faith is what you're supposed to have, brother. That's why it's called faith. Faith is blind. No. Faith should be, you're supposed okay. to explore faith, understand it, and believe it. You're not supposed to just do it blindly. Blind okay. faith gets you Nazis. Oh, okay. Really? You're supposed to actually read up on things and form your own opinion. I agree with that. We it's can, not blind. It's not about Blood Bowl anymore. People have tuned us out. Well, then stop talking. We'll talk about more about the Son of Nuffle on the next podcast of Both Down. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F A T F I N L E Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by couchpirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. So it's one twelve in the morning, and apparently Brock lives in a barn because the door is wide open. Oh, he thought I was going to leave after him. That's, That's probably true. Uh, but no, you did not leave after him. Nope. Because we figured everybody might want to know how the game ended. Yeah. How did that game end? Um, for for me or for Brock? Well, for you, since you're here. Uh, for me, it, it it better than expected. Yeah, Alan ended up winning two to one. Two to one. And 
both of Brock's war dancers that we talked about. Um, you heard the one get the minus one armor. He had war dancers. I'm, I'm sorry. What are they? No, they are war dancers. Oh, I was just. Yeah. I was confusing with what elves doing tra- trash talk. Yeah, so he knocked one out of bounds, cracked the armor. I didn't hurt any of them myself. This is true. The crowd was fifty fifty. And and then he was able to push out the other one, and that one is missed next game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, next game, he gets to go up uh, the, the elf team with now no war dancers. Yes, with mostly but all he, linemen and one thrower. Did you just Right, and he did buy a catcher. So he's got one thrower, one catcher, and all linemen. He's going up against a he lizard man <laughs> team. So that might work well for him, it might not. But oh, either man. way, we did not expect this to happen. No. Who did? It was a rough game. Just the fact that I was able to get his people on the sideline or close enough, that was yeah. crazy to me. Well, I guess it was his thought that, you know, the first one, of course, yeah. that I'm sure the listeners heard of. But Yeah, getting the sidestep side guy, guy out when you that was it. have to surround him with, you know, four people and then hit him. But I figured it was definitely worth it. Absolutely worth it. It might have been, you know, took all my players backfield, but I had plenty of turns left to go mm-hmm. forward. Might as well just, just get him out. Just get him out. And... Three plays from the end of the second half. Allen had already he he took the halfling chef, got two re rolls both times. Mm-hmm. Brock had one re roll left. First play, he dodged and fell. Yes, and he chose not to re roll it. Yes, because it would have been a lot of effort to get his people over there. But the thing is, he could have <clears> got multiple people in front of you. Absolutely, and been really annoying. Yes, but since he didn't have the re rolls, well, he took the down. Just in case he had And the, it might have changed the game there, yeah. It really might have. The only problem is, I mean, the only thing I would say on his behalf would be that uh, at that time, he only had five viable players at yeah. that point. His, his tree man was still stuck in center field. Yeah, he got rooted the second half. Most of his players were off the field, so yeah. I, got, I got super, in my I opinion, I got super well. lucky. Um, speaking of lucky, after the game... Your runner, who had the magical codpiece yes. and the fourth shield. Yes, and who got two touchdowns because he was the only one that could hold the ball. Right. He apparently decided that he liked that and got plus one AG. Yes, he did. And I called it. You did call <laughs> it. I was hoping for the plus like, one strength. But... Here it comes, plus one <laughs> AG. Nah, I'm going to get plus one strength. Plus one AG. <laughs> it was close. I yeah. almost got what I wanted. You did. But I still got, I still got what I wanted. I think That's you fun. got plenty yeah yeah but yeah we just wanted to drop this in real quick so we can let people know how it finished off i feel and bad for for his uh you know beating him but at the same time it's it's actually kind of a trophy in itself I mean, oh thinking about that is how a that tough team, team that's a team that everybody worried about did they did you say on the air of how many times that they've ever lost or tied no throughout two full seasons and preseason he's only tied twice and lost once and his he won the first game of the season he tied the second game, and now he's lost. Yes, and he will and likely he, lose the next game. If I'm guessing, yeah, he's going to lose the next game. Yeah. yeah. If I had money to put There's on a good it, chance. It he's still elves. I mean, Maybe. he's going to have to change his play style, though. That's the real hard part. I don't think that's going to be what comes into it. It's the fact that he's got that four strength wall against his seven armor. That's not going to help him. You mean six guys with four strength and one guy with five? Yeah, that's so yeah. seven players. Yeah, exactly. He's still got plenty. I'm just saying mm-hmm. the lizard man team is going to wallop him. They they really might, and he only has that one player that really can be his go to guy to yep. do yep. it. So if he changes his play style, he might come out with a win, 
I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. It'll be tough if it's going to be a win for but sure. But he might also get slaughtered. Yeah, this this actually might be what keeps them out of the playoffs. It might. It's pretty impressive. Not what we thought. No. Not, okay. not by me at right. all. <laughs> not by Allen. Allen sucks. No. No, Allen's actually gotten much better as a coach, and not playing vampires really helps. It can, but bloated, whenever my but what's funny to me is my first two games with these these uh, dwarves have been losses. Yeah. So to know that this was the win and it was the big win, mm-hmm. that changes things throughout the season. Ripples from this oh, moment yeah. is about to happen. Plus one AG. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to bed. So. Me too. All right. All right.